on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark. And indeed, save the rest of this morning. So you're listening to Girls Around Town on Radio Newark. I'm Rosalind Palmer. I'm joined by my co-presenter, Rachel Repper. And now in the studio, we have two of the lovely ladies who were sat outside. So welcome, welcome, Elaine Allison, who's the chairman of the Newark Breast Cancer Support Group, and Heidi, who's one of the um, other, as we know, egalitarian members. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Would one of you ladies like to just say hi, introduce yourself, and just tell us a little bit more about the group, which we'll talk a lot more about after the news. Hi, I'm Elaine, and I'm the chair. I've been the chair for um, just over three years, and we're a fantastic group who we are with the Newark Breast Cancer Support Group. Who we are, we're a very small, friendly group of women who have all been affected by breast cancer. We meet on the fourth Wednesday of the month and we have coffee and a chat and some entertainment. And where do you meet? We meet at Aura business centre which is um just to the side of the castle railway station lovely what time do you mean um seven and it um seven till nine and heidi i think it's been quite a recent um thing in your life hasn't it the breast cancer and joining this group is that correct yes i was diagnosed in 2015 and finished active treatment at the beginning of 2016 but obviously those who um, have suffered cancer know that it is not just a quick fix there is treatment that continues more or less for the rest of your life and some of the side effects that you get through the support group we can talk about those together and actually we can help support each other when new members come um, with any new diagnoses. Yeah and ultimately I mean we're going to be talking about all these issues um, after the news but ultimately this is a message of hope isn't it because this is a message of support oh yeah definitely we're not a negative we don't you know we're not sat there sad huddled around our teas and coffee (laughs) saying oh this has happened to me that's happened to me it's about being positive it's about looking to the future looking at that hope you know supporting each other we know we do have some ladies with secondary breast cancer but it's about there looking at the future what what have we got hold of now and what can we do tomorrow and that camaraderie is amazing, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. The support, the support is invaluable. And um, the support leads to friendship, doesn't it? Oh, um, definitely. Over um, a few cocktails, it's not all that. <laughs> 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 and you, so you're not just mung beans and you... Oh, know, no, 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 no. Um, and we can glean information from each other and, and our social activities. Such fun. Great. So we're going to talk a very a lot more about that in the next hour. In fact, we might get another chance before the news, but for now we're just going to go into a bit more music. Um, ain't no stopping us now. And I think that could be your your catchphrase. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> there ain't no stopping us now. Now we're back broadcasting perfectly. <laughs> So, welcome back everybody, Sunday morning, girls around town, yes, myself, Rosalind Palmer at the desk, um, joined by Rachel Repper and our guests, um, who will be telling us a lot more about the Newark Breast Cancer Support Group, because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, which is Elaine Ellison and Heidi, and yeah, we've only got a few seconds ready to talk now, but yes, it's really about support, isn't it, Heidi? Yeah, and Breast Cancer Awareness Month, obviously. It's not always thinking you're going to find a magnificent lump that's the size of a plum or a peanut. It's just any change you discover in your breast. Feel both sides. You can find, anyway, you can go to our breast cancer um, 
support page which is on Facebook it's Great. on there shows you how to check your breasts but just anything you find that feels different on either side go to the doctor get it checked out you're not wasting anybody's time at all and I think that's the big message don't worry that you're wasting people's the doctor's time you are not they are there it's their job and hopefully then you will be able to get the support that you need great advice and we'll be back with a lot more Radio Newark Girls Around Town Welcome back everybody, it's Sunday morning, it's Radio Newark, it's Girls Around Town with myself, Rosalyn Palmer, and the lovely Rachel Repper. Good morning. Good morning. We're sharing a mic. It's all very exciting in here. In fact, looking across the desk, um, joining us from the Newark Breast Cancer Support Group, because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, um, I'm looking at a Heidi sandwich because um, we've got Heidi in the middle of two Julies. So welcome, Julie. Welcome, Heidi. Welcome, Julie. Very much. Thank you. Excellent. And we are, and again, because I also had breast cancer um, about 14 years ago, um, the ladies, um, we were all talking um, off air while the news was on, and really about maybe what the best and the worst of this is, because people listening, I'm sure there's ladies out there now, they might think, oh, how would you get through that? And so we'll start with the dip. Um, what for you ladies was maybe the worst moment during your diagnoses or your journeys? What was the worst for you? I think for me personally, um, by the way, listeners, I'm Heidi, is that my worst thing was actually having to tell my children and my the rest of my family my diagnosis. Um, I'm quite a practical person and I do just get on with it, but actually having to sit them down and say, this is what's happening and this is what's going to happen is probably the worst thing any parent would have to do. And I think it's also definitely important to say that everybody's cancer journey is really different not one person's is the same as the next so that's a really important point to make i you know that's my mantra no two people's <coughs> cancer journey is the same um i my father had had a stroke and then six months later i got the breast cancer and six months later my mum got terminal pancreatic cancer and my way with coming through my cancer was to know absolutely everything you know knowledge yeah. is power if I know everything it's going to be fine question everything that's me that was my coping mechanism my mum didn't want to know at all her her way of dealing with it was the least I know the least I worry and I think what's really unhelpful and unkind is when somebody's going through their cancer journey and somebody else possibly trying to be helpful goes oh no what you need to do is would, would that be true do you think oh, that's true Heidi 100 percent um very similar but sort of on the same guidelines a couple of months after I was diagnosed my father actually was diagnosed terminally as well um and we went through chemo side by side together which mm -hmm. not many fathers and daughters can really uh, say they've done that unfortunately my dad lost his battle um last year however the strength that he gave me and i hopefully gave him through that journey but it, like you say some i was always the one I wanted to 100 percent informed what was going to happen next where was i going um and you find different things to get you through it and for me whitney houston step by step was the song that for me i thought wow it's a step it's across the river it's across the bridge i'm going to go through some troubled waters all those things for me were it helped me on my journey um through my treatment definitely absolutely and before um the break um rachel and i were talking about the power of humor not watching eastenders <laughs> i made sure i didn't do you know really negative things i didn't want to watch negative programs you know i wanted uplifting things would that be true for you julie as well definitely yes of course it's just a really scary thing it's the worst news you get but you you need a support group around you friends family professionals to get you through it 
and you need to fight yeah that is the word i was told at the breast institute at city hospital fight yeah and what about you julie what was your kind of worst moment um i think for me my worst moment was probably being like diagnosed um i was already under my um surgeon because i had atypical cells um so i'd gone for a normal routine checkup and wasn't expecting the news that i got on that day i'd gone on my own as well um so for me the worst part was being on my own and then obviously having to phone my other half and let him know and then obviously phoned Heidi <laughs> and let her know because um, we both went through it together um, so that was probably my worst moment then letting my friends and family know I think. And for me getting that phone call from one of your best friends who has seen you just a couple of weeks further on ring you to give you a very similar diagnosis, yeah. it sort of blows you out of the water but actually together you support each other and you know you've got to keep moving forward, those steps have got to keep going forward absolutely and you know and I, I totally agree with that you know for me um I didn't take anybody I thought I found a lump I thought oh lump you know I was really fit at the time you know to run five miles every morning um and I was in the Bahamas in fact I have a chapter in in my book about this and um they're quite dramatic sometimes in the Bahamas when I got down I think it wasn't the first one with the the biopsy but then it was the ultrasound sound or whatever and the nurse the nurse burst into tears and grabbed me and went live every day like it's your last and oh I remember dear going, I just remember going oh um maybe I should bring somebody with me next time <laughs> especially when you're feeling actually really fit and well and yeah. which actually often you do when you get that diagnosis to yeah. be told that it's a bit of a what are you on about? <laughs> I know. Did you actually find, ladies, that maybe it was the treatment itself that knocked you for six quite Definitely. a bit? Yeah, I mean, the, just for treatment, again, every diagnosis is different. We have um, estrogen positive, progesterone positive, we have triple negative, we have HER2 positive. There's lots of different. It's not just breast cancer. Each lady has a different diagnosis depending on her cells. Um, and the treatment then is according to what's needed to treat those cells. Some people have chemotherapy, radiotherapy, Herceptin, and then we go on tamoxifen or an for 10 years other ladies have a lumpectomy mastectomy um there's just so many different varieties but each person is very individual um but the treatment itself is grueling there's no saying it's not um chemotherapy i mean i had a friend where while people bring you flowers chocolates that's great and i don't, we don't want to not that because they are really valuable friends and they bring you gifts but i had um karen mason who is also part of our breast cancer support group she turned up with a bag for me when i'd been diagnosed with a soft toothbrush for chemotherapy some dark chocolate some ginger some red wines and everything she pulled out this gift bag meant something from my breast cancer journey that i would need to help me build my red cells back up build my white cells back up and we had a good laugh about that because actually she had experienced it and knew what i needed to help me build uh, my strength and keep myself strong through that chemotherapy and also radiotherapy yeah and some days it's a bar of chocolate and <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. it's a green smoothie will we agree with that ladies <laughs> 100% <laughs> so again I think what we're all agreed with also so you're listening to Girls Around Town on Radio New York uh, with myself Rosalind Palmer and Rachel Repper and a, a bunch of really inspiring wonderful women from the New York Breast Cancer support group and I think we're going to put the big emphasis on the support there and you know we're talking about it's not a diagnosis you ever want to hear the c word but um you can come through it and i think a very timely song because we're going to talk about some of the the positive things you can do these ladies have done i did um you know
know, because I think it's one in four or one in three ladies now who might face breast cancer, and there's other types of cancer, as we, as we know. I still want to kind of go down the road clapping my hands and doing that dance, don't you? When you Feeling happy. Feeling happy. <laughs> yes. So, on a very important month, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we are feeling positive and um, we're going to talk about some positive things with the lovely ladies as i say the heidi sandwich julie heidi julie um myself <laughs> rosalind palmer and rachel repper from girls around town on radio new york if you are listening to this out there and any of this is really striking you and you want any um to be on the show or any immediate help or advice please ring us on 01636 678033 so um yeah, I, on a uh, online platform called Medium, through a project called the Live Again Project, which is a cancer survivor's story um, network, really, I have out there in the ether on the internet uh, a story that says, Cancer Gave Me This Gift a live again story by Rosalind Palmer which might sound a bit odd to people um cancer gave you a gift what gift would that be Rosalind um well it meant I never saw things ever the same ever again um it kind of made me wake up and smell the coffee there were some downsides to that um divorce changing country uh, being a single mum for a while um but yeah, reinvention, resetting my life and changing career. And this seems to be a bit of a theme in the room, doesn't it? I mean, Julie, you were saying definitely, that you yes. were at that point. Yes, definitely. You see things in a different perspective altogether. And you relish little things, you live for the minute, and you probably want to do all the things that you want thought about doing. Then I want to do it now, now the treatment's finished. Oh, a bit like a bucket list. Have you done anything then? I'm in the process of getting around <laughs> to doing all the things I wanted to do all my life. So I've it, got it's happening. It's happening. Two very nice tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I've got two is that I got one virtually immediately, and then my friend who I got it with when when it was the ten year of the cancer and not having the cancer anymore she went well you know you've got to mark this every 10 years so that that's like the deal now i have to, I have to get a new tattoo every 10 years <laughs> what about you um heidi yeah i'm um very fortunate i had my rock my husband so i'm still very happily married i've still got my lovely two children and my family support around me however i think it's really important just to say that um you do change everything changes around you your body is different from what it was before, but it's learning to accept you are not the person that you was often. You can't often do the things that you used to be able to do, but it's accepting that and finding a way forward to move on with what, you are, what you've now been given. You're still here. You are still breathing. And I know that's a little bit of a, mm, yeah, and, but it is important to accept that and to find that new you, explore that new you and move on and find some exciting things that you can do. And Julie, what was your experience, positive um, experience? Very similar to Heidi's, really. Um, I enjoy walking the dog now. I enjoy my garden a lot more than I ever used to. I've got a fantastic relationship with my partner. Um, but it's going back into that normality as well, going back to work. But again, like Heidi said, it, you're, you're slightly different. It's, an, it's a new you. Um, so it's sort of embracing that new you and finding the things that you can now do that are different to perhaps what you used to do before. Is there anything that you you do now that you um, or you did as a as a, you've done as an activity that you wouldn't have done it? You think if you if you hadn't have had breast cancer? I go to the gym a lot more. 
which is quite sad. But I do go to the gym a lot more. Um, I do try and be a lot healthier. I'm very mindful of that nowadays. Um, I don't know about the other ladies, but I certainly am trying. I don't always manage it, but I do try. <laughs> I think I, we... I also, yeah. You go, Julie. I also feel that... Well, thank goodness for mammograms, hey? Come on, <laughs> you know, where would we be without them? But uh, it's just the thinking of helping other people now. Now we've been helped and we've survived. All I feel I would like to do now is give back. Charity, volunteering, awareness, anything. That's sort of, that's the way I think. Well, that's exactly what happened with me. Um because when I had the cancer, um, I was given this book called Pain, The Gift Nobody Wants, which is by a surgeon called um, Philip Yancey. And it's about leprosy. Um, the thing about leprosy is the nerve endings go and so people can't feel pain um you know it's not what you think bits don't drop off it's complete rubbish um but obviously if you're out in a field with a machete or you're walking barefoot and you can't feel your feet or your hands anymore then horrible accidents happen and you know there are bone absorption and other things the reason i know all of this is because when i came back to england after the very difficult time of um, seeing my mum die and then going through a divorce and being a single mum and having to reinvent myself. Um, I thought, yeah, and I became head of marketing for the leprosy mission. <laughs> <laughs> and I travelled, you know, all over the world and met some of these really marginalised people. And so, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's like, what can I give back? And also you do have a new group of friends that you discover. I remember getting a, receiving a card from in the post from Karen Mason, who is a member of the group, and it just said, welcome to the, something along the lines of, welcome to the group that nobody ever wants to belong. You're not here through choice, but it's a membership that once you're here, you will have a lifetime full of friends and support, which I thought actually was really great at that time to open it, to be a member of a group that I didn't have choice in making. However... It's been so supportive. I think you should have T-shirts with that on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're members of the club. Nobody wants to belong. <laughs> a friend of mine gave me some honey the other day that his wife makes, and they have their own label, and it's called the honey that money can't buy. <laughs> and what about you, Julie? What's your um, maybe really positive takeaways from this journey? Um, like I said, I mean, I, I've. My positive takeaways, I suppose, is just enjoying my life a lot more than perhaps I did. I took an awful lot of things for granted before, yeah. and now I don't take anything for granted at all. So I've got a piece of advice. Uh, have a stop doing list. Have a maybe stop sweating the small stuff and stop worrying about stuff. And um, some days it's really synchronicity with the songs on this show, isn't it, Rachel? It's like, you know, it's like something's happening. So absolutely, why don't you just give it up like Casey and the Sunshine Band tells us to. I'm going to dedicate this song to uh, anybody who's given up alcohol for Stay Sober for October. Uh, my own good intentions lasted three days, but there we go. Four for me. Four. <laughs> I, I Did anybody was, get to five? No, I was doing... I was actually... I've taken... I've, I've, 
I'm taking a tea break. That's uh, only one night, though. Um, and I am blaming a colleague of mine who left on Friday. And, um, yeah, and I was really cross with myself, actually. So I'm, okay. I'm going to take an extra day in November. So all credit to anybody in Newark who's listening to Radio Newark Girls Around Town who's still on it. Well done. Um, so I'm joined, uh, Rosalind Palmer, in the studio by my co-presenter, Rachel Repper, and the lovely Julie Heidi and Julie from the Breast Cancer Support Group in Newark um, which meets in Aura on the fourth Wednesday of the month from 7 till 9pm what can somebody expect if they turn up to the the group that nobody wants to belong to (laughs) (laughs) a friendly group of people who are there to support each other we have different things on um, within um, the year so one month we may have a speaker so we may have a consultant come in to talk about new ways new treatment we may have a nutritionist come in to talk to us about nutrition we may have a pamper session where we might get our nails done or our eyebrows waxed um there's lots of different sessions that we do sometimes it's just a general coffee and a chat uh filling the group in on events that are coming up we go out we go for christmas lunches we go to the cinema we go make pizza there's just lots of things and those ideas come from the ladies who actually come to the group so they give the ideas forward and then we make sure that we cater for everybody because obviously we've got a wide wide range of ages so we need to make sure that we're going out for Prosecco cocktails, even though it's <laughs> October. Um, we, do, we don't do that maybe, every month. Maybe another month. <laughs> you know, Japanese uh, tea gardens, uh, garden centres. Go to the theatre. Go to the theatre. Yeah. The list really is endless. The opportunities are there. Really, if you if you come and you're part of the Newark Breast Cancer Support Group, really, again, the work. You know, it's open. It's an open door. Can I, can I just ask about men? Because, of course, you know, breast cancer doesn't just affect that's women. True. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So do you, um, do you also have men who can join your support group? Of course they can join. Yeah. Anybody anybody who's had breast cancer, it's just new at Breast Cancer Support Group. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female. At the moment, we don't have any males, but the door would be open there for any male to come in. Um, on our Facebook website, there's lots of ways you can contact us. I'm sure if they rang here, you'd give them the numbers. Um, Facebook, no, Breast Cancer Support Group, send us a message. One of us will reply straight away. If you didn't feel comfortable coming to the group straight away, one of us could meet you for a coffee or two of us could come along, have a little chat about you and what, you know, and, and just really reassure you that if you come to a big group, it's not a big, you're not sat there and everybody's looking at you. It is a very friendly and we do have um, lots of conversation going on. Yeah, I mean, it's such an important thing, isn't it? You know, we're very aware about female <laughs> breast cancer. Male breast cancer tends to be hidden, and I think it's a little bit stigmatised mm. as well because it's seen as being um, being something that women have. So fantastic that you're an all-inclusive group. Exactly, and the age range is huge, you know. We've got, we've got some younger ladies and we've got the more older, mature ladies, but actually it doesn't matter your age. You're all affected. Yeah. And if it's if it's uh, eyebrow waxing, then presumably they can have their chests done at the same if time. If they want to, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and men can. <laughs> Isn't actually, um, given that, you know, we've, we've mentioned that um, a couple of you have given um, shout-outs to your really rather supportive other halves, husbands, partners, um, do they get support as well? Yeah, they're more than welcome to come to the group for any support that they need. Um, they could go on their own, they could contact. There's other support groups out there for them as well. Um, but we are happy as a group to support anybody that needs support. And actually, if you've got any, if we've got any ladies that are going through a really difficult time that may need some massage therapy, that may need some counselling, because, you know, we keep it is very cheery in, in the studio today, but actually you do go through a very sort of, 
deep time but actually if people need counselling we can make sure that counselling is accessed for them we're another door you know we're another step another way in rather than having to go to your GP and come and talk to us and we can make sure that we can help you and support you to get you on the right track and Julie, um, did you find that your support that you got, and I think we'll have a, a, a record and then we'll talk about this a bit more, but at the hospital that you went to, was it King's Nottingham, City. Nottingham City? Yeah, it was um, How did you find that? Because, you know, we know that people flash the NHS a lot. How was that the for NHS you? The NHS is wonderful. I had so much care from the Breast Institute, the City Hospital, the staff, Maggie's, have you put a Maggie's? Yeah, yeah, I do a lot of... Um, well, I don't do fundraising. Somebody I know does, and so I always support it. They're very it. good. Yeah. It's, they've just been amazing, really. The nurses... I have to say the chemotherapy nurses at Kings yeah. Mill and City were absolutely amazing. Really, really... They, they talked to you while you were having your treatment, made sure the treatment went uh, really smoothly. Um, yeah. And you've got your breast cancer care nurses as well that you that you get signposted to once you're diagnosed. And actually, without the NHS, we wouldn't be here. No. And no. I, although I had my treatment in America, because um, I was living overseas at the time, um, I'd like to say thank you to um, Dr. Greenberg for the, uh, for the radiation care and to Dr. Cox, who absolutely, my surgeon, who brought me through. And I'm sure, ladies, you might want to mention um, in a moment after the next record, your surgeons. Not that it's gender-specific, but I think it just so happens that we all had male surgeons. And in a way, we were really grateful that, like Stevie Wonder, he was Mr. Know-it-all. Welcome for our last 10 minutes on Girls Around Town Radio Newark. I'm Rosalind Palmer. And, yeah, we were giving a shout-out there to uh, not just the surgeons, but all the wonderful people, NHS, all the support who've seen all of us ladies through our breast cancer journeys. Was there anybody else we wanted to mention there? Well, there is a lot of emotional support. That is via Network and Maggie's. But financial support is always is also out there. Uh, that's Macmillan because hmm. they understand that you will be off work for a number of months and they are very helpful financially brilliant thank you Julie that's really important and um, we've swapped a Heidi sandwich for an Elaine sandwich we've got Elaine <laughs> back in sat between the two Julies Elaine um, people at home who are listening this might resonate with or they want to keep a note for another time or they have a friend going through this how can they get hold of you wonderful ladies at the Newark Breast Cancer Support Group well really easily um, you can contact us on our Facebook page so if you just put in the Newark Breast Cancer Support Group, we have a website, and I'll say this really slowly, www.newarkbreastcancersupportgroup.org. We are a registered charity, by the way. I think we did forget to say that. Um, or you can contact... Um, I'm going to give you a mobile number. Again, I'll say it really slowly. 07951 600 392. If I'm not able to pick up, do please leave a message and I will get back to you. Please don't think that when you ring all your contactors that you're committed to coming to a meeting. No, you're not. What you are committed to doing is that you know, we're going to try and find someone to help you or to support you. 
Thank you. So that's exactly what it is. So it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We've been joined on Radio New York Girls Around Town by the lovely ladies. We've had Julie, Julie, Heidi and Elaine. Thank you so much. Um, if you've been listening, if you want to contact the studio, 01636 We're going to hear from Sam Smith and then very quickly before the news, Rachel and I are going to let you know what's in store for you next week on Girls Around Town Radio Newark. We are-